Conversation, folks. Always somebody's watching. Specifically, because there have been two things in the media that have shown how black people are being harassed. And today, we're going to talk about it. So, welcome to Cannabis Chardonnay. Roll up your joint for your favorite glass of Chardonnay. So, let's get into it. Yo, yo, what up? I made it. I'm alive. I'm thankful. Amen. I guess we all are thankful for that. I'm in my bag. I'm in my bag. What up? <laughs> what up? What up? What up? What up? Get this money. Get this work. <laughs> well, now you don't want to talk to the people. <laughs> Who me? I said, say something to the people outrageous. Oh, I'm, I'm saying, get up, go to Everest, get this money, get this work. Always <laughs> 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 oh, a girl, outrageous thoughts and questions. I'm happy to be talking to you guys tonight. Yes, how's your everyone? Everyone having a great week so far? My weekend was great. My week was better. I have a confession to make, people. Let's be. <laughs> I might be a lesbian. Why? This is not real. Oh God. This is this okay, well no, I might not be a lesbian. I just like might have girl crushes. So <laughs> I might have gone a little bit too far with the lesbian thing. Um there is this really cute teacher at my school. She is so cute. Hey, and, um, she's, really cute. she's like totally cute. I don't even be thinking bitches are cute. 
So, I mean, I not that she's a bitch. You know what? Or I like your hair or I like your outfits. I think there's nothing wrong with another female complimenting a female. There's nothing wrong with that, with you finding another female attractive. But like, she's just so dope. I want to see you. Her today. Like, you know you're dope, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know I think I'm the prettiest bitch on the planet. Hey, hey now. So for me to think somebody else is dope. <laughs> okay. Creative bullet. She's just so regular. Girls, did you have <laughs> creatives in his bag? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my week is trash so far, but I don't care. <laughs> week trash. Oh no, what's going on? The place I work at, it's like in the fifties. The technology is in the fifties. You gotta do everything manually. It takes uh, eight hours to do one thing. It's crazy. I feel. Stylus, you quiet over here. Stylus coming to the studio with snacks, y'all. He came in with like coffee and uh. Choke- oh really? Cream Can we cyber share? Can we cyber share? Came and he was like, yo, I got some munchies. You know, get the munchies. I was like, <laughs> yeah, because you can share everyone over the phone. <laughs> oh, this is so good. You got to try this coffee cake. And I was not opposed. So, my- yeah, well, well, thank you. Thank you for letting me know that you're eating. Well, I have the munchies. Thank you very kindly. I appreciate that. Well, people, let's get into the conversation because it is been on my spirit for a couple of weeks. Usual, I never like to jump on bandwagons. I always like to get information and allow the media to give us a little bit more before I start digging. And tonight, we're going to talk about why Black people are being harassed with mobile phones, specifically people... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to go on and be great in your lavender. At the click of a button, literally, like you pick a camera button, press record, and now you have a viral video. And as of late, conversation has been black people just minding their business, living their best life. However, they are living their best life. We're going to get into that shit, too. Everybody in their best fucking life. Listen, I read the actual book of Joe Osteen. So I could actually speak on that best life. I've manifested everything I read in that book. And I read that book over two years ago. But on some real talk, I want to talk about what's going on. And the story that really piqued my interest was... The story of Barbecue Becky, in which the world has named her. Um, she does have her name, and we'll, we will get into that. But let's start with. I got a question. Sure. Are you jogging? Who, me? That's not yeah. me. I think that's outrageous. No, what am I no. doing? I'm sitting still. No, when you're talking, it's like, it sounds like you're like spinning in a chair or something. It keep going in and out. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Say something else. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Perfection. So, people, let's get into the first. There's a young woman. I mean, there's a young family enjoying their 
Rockwell, 1984. Uh, Motown. Motown Records. Curtis Anthony Nolan and Rockwell produced that song. I was telling somebody's watching. Young man in his own house and the television's on, and he's just being perceived and being watched. He feels like he's being watched from the television, from everything in his house, the pictures in his house, the things he has on the wall. He just feels really to say the least live in that generation right now because you never know who's filming you. You know what I'm saying? That being said, let's get into a, this family from Oakland. Does anyone hear that? They're living their best life. They're from Oakland. They're from Oakland. Okay, so let's get into Watch their video and see what's going on in the world. This is the context. Okay, here we go. She's being filmed now by a white woman. No, it's not actually. I just looked at the map. It says this is a designated barbecue area. No, it, 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 no, it's for a charcoal grill. No charcoal grills are allowed. Do you want to see it? <laughs> you must not have looked at What kind of grill are you not allowed? And why are you so bent out of shape over them being because here? Because it's are not allowed here. So they should go buy a new grill because I, I don't look they at should, it and it doesn't say anything. Grills in here. I don't care. What are, you sure, are you sure it's not because you don't want black people out there? It has nothing to do with it. It seems like a new probe going on because for some reason every time I see it, black people are the ones targeted regarding barbecuing at the lake. And this is coming from a white woman. It's two men sitting out here just chilling and, and this whole setup is real clean. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, so and, and you're really yeah, 
can. Can you can. to not do anything in the first place because as soon as anything happens it's like gonna be somebody's fault and it's not gonna be her like, uh, right. <laughs> the gentleman the entire time despite her being aggressive with him and everything so, so her attitude was totally different before I got here really wow so you gave me the white lady attitude thank you that's why I came out here to show a difference a white woman comes out here and she acts totally different no no it's it's long yeah, she just took, she just took the card out of my hand so that she could try and get this guy. Not the couple, the, the two black gentlemen and a young lady who's obviously melting and they're talking to them. And then there are the on uh, walkers, I shouldn't say, people who are standing by the sideline with their phone recording all of this. And this woman's just standing there with her phone in her ear. And we see, obviously, she's not on the phone because she's like, I'm going to call 911. Who are you talking to right now on your phone? Why do you have it at your ear? And why do you have your phone charging as you're talking on it? That's a little strange. That's just my personal opinion, but right along, 
And I fast forward to that the other cop filming her is now going after her, trying to get her card back from her. And she follows her quite a few times. Her police calls the police. She realizes the police aren't coming. And so now she starts to get nervous. She starts to like be like, please come. Well, they, I called them like two hours ago. And I tell the lady, please get away from me. Get away from me. Like, don't talk to me. You're harassing me. And she tries to move away to a store. And she does find her way inside of a store. And the woman pretty much is like, yo, you're doing the most. You're bringing all this drama to the store. But then the police finally come. And now she wants to pretend like she's scared. And so this is where we're going to take it before we open up the front. <laughs> Lord. Can I have my car back? Can I have my car back? Can I have my car back? Can I have my Now she's crying. Bending over like she can't breathe. She's having a whole breakdown. She breaks out the violation on her phone. Now she's going to read it to the cops. But he pauses on her. No charcoal part of the drill. It says no charcoal allowed only in those areas which designated. So the people were in the designated area as they kept talking and telling her things. And so what is that sound? Can anybody hear that sound? I want to make sure our listeners are able to hear clearly. Creative, can you hear clearly? Yep. Yeah. So, how do you think about what you just heard? You said what? How do those of us Stylus, you want to go? Uh-oh. I thought I was speechless. Uh, there comes a time and a point where you just have no words. 
you know, I have some things to say. I have my opinion, but it's like, what are we really looking at? When you watch it, you have um, who's coming to her rescue. It's a Caucasian police officer. You know, he, he de once police officers are on the premise, they, they have to, you know, separate the tension and then begin their investigation to find out their report or info on what is going on. Whose side did the police officer choose first? He went with the person in distress uh, from tears, at tears site, as opposed to the person who's like, wait, she has my card, she has my property. You're mm -hmm. more focused on her crying <laughs> when she's committing theft. Yeah. And that that wasn't shocking because I already knew knew the root of it and where it spawns from. And it's like this woman must not have anything to do or she was sent there to cause something. That's an interesting perspective. So so I'm 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 done. Like, I feel like this is the type of shit that's going to spawn the next revolution. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is because. They're shaking the belly of the beast right now. Mm -hmm. They're shaking and causing a divide through the police force right now. Mm -hmm. There's been articles of police officers stepping down from their position after being reassigned to specific target um, uh, uh, actions mm -hmm. within the community, not focusing on people who are doing real crimes, but just ticket the minorities, mm -hmm. harass the minorities and keep them in a bind. And it shows how long has this thing been going on? First, it was let's kill them. Now it's let's psychologically fuck them up. Creative, how do you feel? Man, I just want to know why she was why she was feeding into it so much. Like, all that was all that extra. Why that just didn't ignore her? Well, I know for sure, like, if I'm in a zone, if I'm with my people and tries to cause tension, it's like, how can you ignore like, that red in your face? And it, it, like, why, why is that red cone there? Why is that Get it out of my sight. Somewhere inside you're like, there's someone in outside is talking to you if you're spiritually connected at that point. And it's like, no, this isn't right. So it's like, how could you, it's like telling a person who has a stalker, just live with it <laughs> and let the person stalk you. Just let No, nah, stalker's different. It's a white lady with a phone. Like, she ain't putting her hands on me. Phones are phones are a part of us nowadays and in, in, in our system and where we are in life. So it's like it's not just a phone. People are getting murdered on these phones. It's just televising everything. So it's like it's really fucked up. You can't someone's just coming in and poking at you like, hey, hey, creative, I'm gonna poke you. I'm gonna just keep poking you until you until you fucking break. And then I'm going to call the same system that was put forth for me on you to add you to the incarceration rate. 
that 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 models like Meek Mill, Jay Z, and these people are protesting against because the justice system is justice for white America. Outrageous. How do you feel? I don't know if she's here. I'll tell you how I felt when I watched it. I was perturbed. I was genuinely perturbed. I was like, wow, this woman really has that much time in her life to step out and then like decipher what how a person's grilling, what they're grilling. And made a decision to call the police. To me, that's a who the fuck do you think you are? Like, and and why do you have that much time on your hands peeping out what I'm doing and how I'm doing it? Because all white people are bored. You know that. I know. That's my whole thing. I was like, she has way too much time on her hands, and and I was really offended. But then I kind of agree with creative a little bit because I was like the other lady kind of being antagonizing and if anything if I was her I would have called the police on the other way and said you know what I'm watching a woman uncomfortably stalk some people in the park and she's harassing and I you know I think there could have been a better way to do it but this woman actually gained a little bit of fame from it because according to blavity.com shout out to blavity for this content you know, the woman's article was titled, I gave her a taste of her own medicine. Oakland woman who recorded Barbecue Becky speaks out. So her name is Michelle Snyder. And she posted the video on YouTube. You know, we all saw it. And she said she tried, she saw the woman trying to disrupt the barbecue. And, you know, she felt led to do it. So she was in the park with her husband. And she said she felt obligated to step in men's behalf. The police came, no citations were given, but Barbecue Becky has become infamous for being one of the many white people to call the police on black people during mundane activities. So the woman, they asked her, you know, if she feared anything and she said, listen, she feared that the woman would try to get her husband fired. You know, that's the only consequence. And she said, no, you know, I never got my card back because for her, it was all about getting her property back <laughs> at this point. And she said, you know, she hears other stories where black people try, I'm sorry, where black people try to target, I'm sorry, she says, I hear the other stories where people try to target black people. It seems like there's a call to arms to try to get people. If I hadn't done that, I don't know what would have happened to them. Her new found fame hasn't come without problems, though. She said she's been trolled online, her home address has become public, and someone dug through her trash. She said, but she's constantly reminded that she did the right thing and will not break the pressure. And so it's like, we do have people advocating and calling this out. However, it's like, do we even need someone to speak up on our behalf? That's like saying, do we need a government? No, I'm just asking, like, genuinely. Like, do we feel like this woman, this other woman should have went behind our business? But she felt like she had a strong instinct, you know, to go and address it. 
but we can clearly hear in the video that she was antagonizing her. <clears throat> she was antagonizing her. And she was antagonizing her because that bitch was antagonizing someone else. And how does it feel to be antagonized? I don't feel like she was wrong at all. I mean, yeah, she was, but I don't feel like her her perspective on it. I feel like, yeah, she was right because she could get away with it, just like every other yeah. white person. So she gave that white person who was getting away with it a taste of her own medicine. And I'm going to get away with it, too. Now I'm going to antagonize you for no reason, and I'm going to get away with it and show you exactly how it feels to be a white woman who can get away with shit. Exactly. No, I fail you. And I do agree that she should have followed her instinct and she did it for a reason. However, it's like, yeah. what are we going to learn from the circumstance? Like, what's the, what do we learn from this? Nothing. It's going to happen tomorrow. It is because they're still doing it. People are going to call the police whenever they feel threatened. And the, you know what scares me? What really scares me for real with, with, with this shit? It's white people are always calling the police because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. But they're the same people that enslaved motherfuckers for 400 years and beat the shit out of them and told them that they couldn't live the way they wanted to live or have the things they wanted to have. But now they're afraid and they need to call the fucking police. Well, it's interesting. But they're supposed to be the inferior race, right? I mean, superior race. and We're inferior to them, right? But you're calling the police whenever you see something and black people scare the shit out of you. But they didn't scare you enough for you not to enslave them and fucking take their babies and and rape them and 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 make them work your land. They didn't scare you then. They were they were wet black nurses who nursed white babies because the white women didn't want to nurse the babies, even though their bodies had the milk ready to provide. They had wet nurses, which were black but women. But you wouldn't tell a motherfucker where they can make hot dogs. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. So there's another incident, right? With a black Yale student, you know. She was studying in the common room and ended up <clears throat> simple, innocent. You know, you're in Yale. You're working hard to pay that tuition. So it's only right that you give your grades the proper attention. So studying in a common place shouldn't be out of the ordinary. This particular, we'll just call her neighbor, okay? This particular neighbor was really inquisitive. So let's get into that story. She's taking a picture of the black neighbor right now. The white woman is. I have every right to call the police and not speak in that room. Oh, wow. I can't even listen. It started off like that. At my good side. At my good side. The black woman's getting on the elevator to escape this woman because she's like, you know what? I gotta get the fuck out of here because this bitch is crazy. I, I feel like. I'm going yep. No, no, let's, let's, let's listen. She's in the elevator. The black woman only. I'm gonna start another video when the cops get here. Hopefully they do come. The cops are here now. I have now she's saying you don't have the right to take my picture when she just snapped like five of her before the cops came. Do you have the right on here? Yeah, I do. All right, can we see that? Why? We got a police call for it. 
She's in her apartment okay, building and they're asking for her, for her ID. Now she's saying, let me open my apartment for you. Because they're asking her if she belongs there. I need to get back to the top floor. I gotta write my paper. You just have your ID now? Why? You just said that if you prove that I live here, you would leave. Okay, I just opened. I just opened the door to my apartment. That's fine. I, I can see that. Okay. Thank you for watching that. Why? I'm gonna think about I'm gonna think about whether I want to show that to you or not. But I'm, I really don't know if there's a justification for you even actually being in the building. I think when someone no, I'm trying to decide if I even want to do that because I don't understand I think when someone mental calls the police for no reason, I should just tell them to you know, go to an institution. You can understand. Have I ever met you before? No, I've never met you before. So she called us. There's something that appeared that they weren't supposed to be where they were supposed to be. I don't know anybody from anybody. So I'm here to make sure. You have to be supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. Make sure she's supposed to be here. The video is buffering. Continue on. The police are not taking her ID from her. She's giving you opening. But this is the damn shame. Yale University, okay? Yale. Yeah, where is Yale again? Hmm? Connecticut. We will GTS that, Google that shit in a moment. I know Harvard. Harvard's in my city. a <laughs> bit <laughs> because <laughs> You guys didn't do this last time. Shout out to Verizon. I just want to shout out. I just want to shout out Verizon real quick. Big shout out to them. Really important point. She says, "My wife is my wife." They didn't do all of this, and the police are like, "We came out here before," and she said, "Yeah, you came out here before because she called the cops on my friends." Listen to this because our next segment is going to get into that. Okay. The same thing because my friend was in the stairwell. Well, it doesn't sound right that I'm sitting here with you and I should be having my paper like that. I don't understand why I'm still here. Now. From that point, this is at five minutes. The video is 17. Let's go to the end. We're now at the 15-minute mark. Let's see how this ends. Mm -hmm. Continue. I hope that makes you feel powerful. It's not about feeling powerful. Okay. It's about we're going to get down to the bottom. We don't know why you're not in the system. And they're not being very helpful right now. You wouldn't be helpful if you were woken up and harassed. 
How do you want to do that? Find them on the back. You got the story. And you said no. Is that correct? So how is she arresting you if you're not in the room with this room? Um, because I was doing my paper and resting, and now I'm here. I understand. So that's harassment. That's not harassment. Okay. <laughs> For the record, that's a black cop talking to her, okay? The white cop and the Latina cop are to the far right. The black cop is the one being cocky as fuck. Of course. See, shit like this makes me so anti. Now they're telling her they have to contact the dean. To see if she lives there, right? They just found out that she lived there and she's okay. Thank you. He says, you're free to go now after taking 17 minutes and 52 seconds away from her life to find out and confirm that she lived where she lived. The key to her apartment wasn't enough. No. Okay. This is no, the ID. Yeah, yeah, no, the address on the ID. They, well, no, that was the conflict. Let me be honest and do honest journalism. The report says that her had a different address. But let me be honest. My freaking ID has my address from the state I previously lived in because I still have, like, at my birthday is in August, so I still have a few months before I need to renew my ID. So I've kept it, you know. And so if you're at Yale University and you have the key to an apartment, Come on, people. Why is this questionable? Why was the woman taking photos of her? And then as soon as the police come, like four of them come, she's saying, don't take pictures of me. You don't have the right to take pictures of me. Well, where was your same compassion and consideration when you were taking pictures of this young lady after waking her up and harassing her? And I think it is harassment because when you have to call the police. Why couldn't you have just nicely said, you know what? Hey, everything good? And the person will be like, yeah, I'm just studying for a paper. I fell asleep. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to turn the light on because, you know, sometimes it's a little creepy being alone by yourself at night. And the reason why I can give that kind of advice is because I'm the nosy neighbor. I'll be, I'm honest, 100% guilty of that because I feel like we do need to look out for each other. And no matter how nice the neighborhood or how cool the neighbor, you really do have to be discerning. And sometimes if you see something that's unusual, you have the right to say something about it. However, how you say things and your intention behind people in the situation needs to be questioned because are you having a genuine gut check or are you just fucking being nosy and trying to cause disruption from another person because they happen to be a race that you are judgmental and prejudiced against? Uh... I, and it's not her first time. This is so touchy for me. It's it's not no, her first time. I just because we have another young man, the black young man. I have the clip of him addressing what the f was done to him. And he's like, listen, and she even called it out. She said, listen, she did this to my friend. Okay, and we're not talking about Facebook friend. We're talking about my friend, and let's hear what she has to say about that because. If this is someone's second time doing this, 
right? This is not a habit. Or am I bugging? Could everybody agree with that? Yeah. 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 So one time you're being vigilant. Second time you're being a fucking nuisance. Let's get into it. A second black grad student at Yale University has come forward saying that the white student who called the campus police this week on a black student who fell asleep while studying in a common room of the dorm did it to him back in February. Renaissance Jean-Louis says he got lost inside the dorm while looking for his friend, Lola de Cienbola, the same grad student who was forced to show her ID to police on Tuesday. And Renaissance Jean-Louis joins me now. Jean-Louis joins me now. Thank you so much. This was... Um, Back in February, you asked her for directions. Good evening, by the way. Good evening. To the common room, right? What happened? Uh, she began to interrogate me on spot. Uh, she asked me um, if uh, I was a Yale student. I responded, yes, I was. And reaching for my ID, she started screaming and saying, basically, um, if you're lost and you don't know where the common room is, you must be an intruder. You need to get out. You're making me uncomfortable. Um, you need to leave. Uh, Confused, I turned my back and went to the base of the staircase, and she was on top of the 12th floor screaming at me still. Did, what did you, so did police? <laughs> she ended up calling police on me. We found that out when Lolade, a friend of mine, came to the common room, which was on the 12th floor of the Hall of Graduate Studies. Um, and when Lolade came back, she came back with the police Lolade is the woman who she now has gotten called to cops on. for a suspicious character, quote-unquote. Did she tell you why she felt threatened? No reason, absolutely. Why do you think she felt threatened? I think race was involved, clearly. I'm a nigga. There is a policy in which you have to kind of just... You know what, creative. <laughs> um, Use the elevator within the graduate hall. So, of you, so uh, this is what I want to know. So to get into the hall, do you ha is there, there security or there's a locked door, right? Is it to get? Yeah, the there? doors are locked. I mean, there's security passes that you got to go through. Okay, and then when then even to get on the elevator, you would have to have a resident key. And this same woman, uh, Sarah Brash, invited me onto the elevator, asked me which floor I was getting off of. And when we got to the 12th floor, she went downstairs. But at no point throughout our entire ride did I even communicate with her beyond the fact that I was going to the 12th floor. So you um, and, and Mola Day released a joint complaint. And here's, I just wanted the part of it said, uh, calling the police on a black student because he is lost in any, in any part of HGS and the wider Yale campus is an act of violence. Just because a Yale student is lost does not make that individual an intruder. Sending four policemen to the common room in my residence because a black Yale student is lost is an act of violence because of the history of, of state-sanctioned executions uh, of faultless black men, women, and children. She called it an act of violence. Do you see it that way? It is definitely an act of violence, not just simply racial profiling, but it sends a message to many black students who experience these microaggressions all the time. That What Sarah told me, you don't belong here. How this, is place, this is the place I call home. I mean, I've come to Yale not just for the amazing resources, but the support that I have with just so much faculty and so much um, black graduate network support that has coalesced around me, and, uh, Lodari and I, excuse me, and to, to see that this can happen at any given moment at Yale is problematic. But not only at Yale. I mean, we saw what happened in Philadelphia. We saw the women in the golf course. We saw the women in Rialto, California for the Airbnb and on and on and on. Um, I mean, you're, you're hitting the point, Don. I mean, we know that you, you can't drive while black in America. We see the Philando Castillo. 
you can't walk around at nighttime while black. You said with Trayvon Mountain, and now you can't nap while black. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. What can you do these days while being black? You can do a lot. Like what? Yeah, you can sit down and shut the fuck up. You can be petty like them. Being black, you got no. You can sit down. And shut the fuck up while being black. You don't have that's just what it is. Because when you're black and you have any that's a slave No, but that's just what it but that's what what it is. That's not what I believe, but that really is what it is. And I'm sorry if that's like saying that's like what Kanye that that's like kinda in the same race with the Kanye statement that slavery was a choice. Listen, if you know Listen, man, if you're saying you can't walk, you can't drive, you can't have a a verbal disagreement, you can't discipline your children, you can't, these are all things you can't do while being black. So if that is the case, these are all things that you can't do without being questioned. Let me finish. These are all things that you cannot do while being black without being questioned. The, so, so in reality, all you can do while being black is sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up because that's what they want you to do, being black. No, that's not what I believe, but that's just the reality of it. And I'm sorry that I had to put it in those terms, but I mean, how much plainer can you put it? They don't want you to do anything. But what I think really, you know, is just what I think. No, my mentality is, is not that of a slave, but I'm just woke, so to speak, and I see what they want me to believe, and I see what they want me to be. I can't even disagree with you this way without them saying, oh, they argued on the podcast. It's not an argument. they're black. No, 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 no. It's not. A, no, it's not. No, it's not an argument, but that's what they would perceive it to be because it's a group of black people having a podcast. So and now... <laughs> Why is it, why are, is this, is this, do you think, why are we being harassed? I'm glad you asked that because that leads to my next segment. (laughs) Why, my thing is, why is this happening everywhere, right? So for instance, like another of you can't be black and do this, you can't be black and go return anything, all right? So another day, another white person Sicing the police on an innocent black person. I'm sorry, sicking the police. <laughs> High moment. Sicking the police on another black per- person. In today's news, that sounds a lot like yesterday's news. An employee at the Alabama Hobby Lobby called the local authorities to report that a black man was in the store committing the crime of, well, no one seems to know. The police said that the man was trespassing. The store manager first said that he resembled a thief. Then she said he was walking, he was talking too loudly while he was outside the store. I think he was formally accused of being black. Before reporting this story, I will openly admit that I'm biased against Hobby Lobby. My prejudice has nothing to do with the chain's attempt to dismantle Obamacare, its staunch conversation, or the CEO's support of Donald Trump. It's because whenever I'm in Hobby Lobby, it just feels racist. I always expect to hear an announcement over the loudspeakers lynching on IO5, lynching on, on IO5. Hobby Lobby is the cracker barrel of retail stores. Where else can you buy a private just a wealth-made plastic 
daffodils and three yards of turquoise. Okay, so now let's get to it. Now let's talk about Brian Spurlock's mm-hmm. Tuesday visit, visit, I'm sorry, to the Hobby Lobby. He went to the craft store to return a circuit cutting machine for his girlfriend. He had the receipt, the original packaging, and everything that came with the item when he arrived to the store. His girlfriend says that she specifically asked Hobby Lobby's employees if the item was returnable before she bought it. And they had informed her that it was. When I gave her the cashier, the machine, she told me that she needed to check with the manager to see if the item was returnable. Apparently, unaware, the white woman always needs to speak to the manager. <laughs> the, man- <laughs> the manager said she would have to check with corporate. The cashier returned, told him the manager was calling the store's corporate obby, I'm sorry, office, as if Hobby Lobby has the staff operators on standby, returning to remove trinket items. This person is too much. The root is hilarious. Shout out to the root. Thank you for this article. Now, Laura was not calling corporate. She called the police. Okay. So the police get there and they ask him for his ID. He gives it to them. And then the cop says, you're about to be trespassing. And then the guy's still like, I'm confused. What's going on? And then instead of taking his ID to the manager, the cop exited the store with the, identifi- uh, the, with the ID. He went to his car. And the dude was still like flabbergasted. Like, what's going on? Why is this happening? Right? So the cops come back in. And he's basically like, hey, how am I trespassing? You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, we made a mistake. We, we felt like you resembled someone who we caught returning stolen items and so (laughs) during this all of this is going on Ashley and he's like yo this is going on and you know she comes through and starts filming and she makes this video to show what's going on Mm. for the return back and they come it's buffering y'all the joys return back and they come come on girl call the police on him to bring him back his return so i'm going inside the store so we can see what was going on because they have the police on my hand and he wanted to use my phone so hi 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 she's walking in the the store the police are there did you need to use the phone? boyfriend and now they're giving him the refund because it's been found out that he's not the person that they thought was stealing from the store why racial profile why are they racial <laughs> <laughs> of course it's racially profiling but because they watch too much motherfucking tv why are they doing this to us though because they gotta do something because he's a nigga they can't beat us and make us clean their houses. I, I Man, have a real big question. 
You just said something super duper freaking. And if they can't control us, then they're going to try to ruin our life. You know what I mean? And this is just too, 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 too much. It's like people. Why do we feel the need to invade people's privacies? Why do we feel the need to judge people? And are we really that entitled because of the culture of reality TV where everybody feels like they're a star or they can pop out and whip out and ruin your life with a click? Do you know that in China, they have the social system right now? Just like that episode in the first season, Black Mirror, actually rate you. If you pay your bills on time, um, if you do simple stuff as like not jaywalk. They had video of a dude jaywalking and he got points taken away. And then there was this other person who was like, listen, I can't even get an apartment because they have me on this list based on this social system. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, are we adopting a police state? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how and why do white Americans mm-hmm. rely on the police? In order to understand why they always come call the police, we have to discuss how white Americans rely on the police. Must start with black Americans experience you know, law enforcement. You know what? This goes back to what I said before. The police, law enforcement, all of that shit comes from white people. Of course they will call the police. That's their team. That's their team against black people. And I told you this already. They didn't let black people become the police because they were making them equal, they just had to because they fought to be there. And they said they were making equal rights. But they're not there because they make any difference. They're not there because they're making any stand. They don't hold any weight. They work for them as well. They're enforcing their laws. None of those laws were made by Black people or for Black people. They were all made to constitute white people. Yep. So, of course, they will call the police on us because, again, that is their team. American, That's the only way to beat us. American legal history is replete with evidence of white people saying black people committed a crime with the legal scholars, you know. And because you were black, you knew you couldn't get away with anything, even if you were innocent. Exactly. That's why it says the article says they do this to distract police attention from their own criminal activity to maintain control of white space to retaliate against black people for violating unspoken uh, racial codes or simply just because they can. The case, these cases are quite common where white people do these things. Such cases are common. In fact, that one state, New Jersey, proposed legislation to apply a criminal penalty to someone who knowingly provides false information to the law enforcement officer with purpose to implicate another because of race. Many remember the case of Susan Smith who murdered her two children, but sparked a manhunt for a young black male and seared in our nation's racial collective memory in the Scottsboro case where nine black boys 
were sentenced to death for the fabricated story of a rape of two white women. Okay, so pretty much it's time for white people using the police to remove black people from their metaphorical comfort zones. They really need to understand that we're allowed to be on this planet just as much as they are. You know what I mean? And shout out to Vox for that article because is it because we're excelling so much that they have to try to continue continuously impose their control and they're doing that now by calling the police to kind of put us in check like you've been saying outrageous and that and because they know that you see what you're saying it's time for them to stop using the police against us if we would have to fight for that we would have to fight for them to stop using the police against us, but we cannot do that because we're too busy fighting each other. Mm. It's so true, though, what you just said. We are busy fighting each other. We're busy ridiculing one another. We're busy judging people off of stupidity. I just, I'm, I'm looking. I always, I'm looking at things that are going on in the world, and you know, <laughs> I watched two article. I watched two videos and read two articles this week. And they both about, they were about white police officers pulling over black people. Shout out to Mark Dice, who brought those articles to my attention. The videos were of these two black people going onto Facebook after their encounters with the police and writing these elaborate stories. But then they didn't know that the police have body cams on, right? So it shows, they showed the footage of exactly what happened and they held it up to the Facebook per. Uh, post of the person. One was an African-American pastor in South Carolina and one was a 50-year-old African-American woman in South Carolina. The pastor had no registration. He had a registration sticker on his car, a Mercedes, but the sticker on the car was registered to it. Then, black woman, she was speeding, doing 70 in a 50 That being acknowledged, these people, like I said, wrote elaborate social media posts, got people behind them, but never knew and realized that their information would be put out when they made these accusations. So it's like black people were giving them reasons to incriminate them. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. to incriminate ourselves, not them. They are to incriminate ourselves. And why do we? Authorities don't have the right to check us. Is the law of the land? Because if someone did something to your kid, yeah, you're like cop, exactly, <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? and, and these people, this is what I mean. When things are going the way you want them to go, these things are good, and when they're not, these things are bad, and that's not fair either. And every encounter that I have had with the police hasn't been bad. Exactly. Me too. Yeah, all the police are rude and ignorant. They don't feel like doing their fucking job. Yep. I think that you're right. And I think that we need to stop making everything all about race. Like, last thing I'm going to mention, then we outie. Did anybody see and hear the controversy about Kendrick Lamar bringing that white fan up on stage to sing the hook to Mad City, Good Kid, Mad City? Yep. And she said, nigga, three times, and the whole world just abrupted, and Kendrick Lamar stopped his show, 
And then he, the white girl got donkey of the day by Charlemagne the God. Shout out Charlemagne the God. And I think that all of that was fucked up. But I'm just thinking, like, Kendrick Lamar, you set her up for failure. That was wrong. I know. I just think everybody tripped. No, I don't think that he thought people would react that way. And once they did, that's when he wanted to call out. And once he, exactly. And once they did, he had the fucking, you know, that's bandwagon propaganda. But we'll get into that another time. But already. They're the only ones that really bought tickets. Let's be honest about this. Right. And I feel like he should have, he could have changed all of that. Yep. By now. Right there on stage. And think that she bleep that shit out. Creative, did you hear about that? What do you think? Um, I already, I already said uh, that's they word. I so I know, I know. You said I retired it. I know. That's why I wanted to get your perspective. Like I know you were probably seeing all the Twitter feeds and people talking about it on Facebook and the blogs are talking about it. And I'm like, dude, you he set her up for failure. And 85 percent of the audience was white. And yeah. There's been other shows where the audience is singing the song right back to him and he doesn't stop the show. Or why even put a song with it in there? Or should we even look at those things? This is kind of like, you know what, why are white people feeling the need to call the police on us? Because maybe some of us are out there just misrepresenting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we need maybe. to do better. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We are. <laughs> I know I misrepresent sometimes too. And I'll be honest, I do. Like, I've been really getting in the habit of not saying the N-word because I understand what I look like. I have a black mother. My mother is chocolate, beautiful, and lovely, and she's awesome. But I'm yellow. And when people see me, they see Hispanic. They don't see mixed black and white girl. They see other, and other doesn't have exactly. Even though I was raised as a black woman, I cornrow and everything. I can cook a mean pot of greens like you don't even understand. But they don't see that. So I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be the difference, I have to start using my vocabulary, my vocabulary, my vocabulary and my, my vernacular needs to change, you know? But it's just interesting, the world that we live in. I, I don't see it changing anytime soon, but I do believe in change. I just want to know what it's going to mm-hmm. change into. Mm-hmm. So, are you willing to ride the wave? or I am riding the wave. I have no choice. Let me tell you something, people. This is what we don't have in this in this planet right now. And this is why what Kanye said may not have been the brightest thing, but I understood what he was coming from because it's the same statement I'm about to make right now. He that has the gold makes the rules. And the law of this planet is money. What is money? It's currency. It's a flow that comes in and out. Now, if you're prudent, you'll learn how to grow your money. If you're confident, you'll invest your money in yourself, in your dreams, in your businesses as you build financial security for yourself. But what's happening is, thank you. What's happening is there is a cloud over us that has poppy seeds in the atmosphere and we're all fucking high off of the dream life. You want to know what the dream life is? Being able to pay your rent because nobody wants to live out on the street. The dream is you want to have gas and electricity because everybody likes to bathe in hot water and they like to cook their food on a stove and they like lights. 
everybody also likes clothing on their body. They also yeah. like to have a comfortable way of getting around so they have a car. People also like to eat what they want to eat. Those are the important things in life. It really is. And so I think that if we realize that we are living our dream, when you have all of those creature comforts, because I've been homeless and slept on the train for more than 24 hours because I had no roof over my head. I have seen people sleep in a cardboard box with a little tent top right across the street from the apartment that I was staying in. And I would go there and have conversations and offer them food and shit. And it was like a very humble and realistic experience. So I never try to, you know, take for granted all the things that I have. You know what I mean? People, love is the answer. I don't mean this all sound all woo-woo-woo, woo-woo-woo, but love really is the answer. And when you love, you know how to treat people the way you want to be treated. If you're minding your business, enjoying yourself, would you want to be interrupted on some bullshit? If that woman was so concerned about the coals, why isn't she walking around carrying extra coal removing bags and saying, hey, you can remove these coals this way, the safe way, and go the fuck about our business? Because what would the police have done when they got there? Give them a ticket and or, you know, told them to go home. So then you're just a fucking agent of discord. You're walking around breaking shit up. And then black people, we have to do better because we're giving people these impressions and the media is not our friend. Just because you get a platform means nothing. They're waiting for you to fuck up and they will exploit it to get their money back if you don't fucking stay in line. You end up spending all those millions of lawyer fees. I've had clients that I've had to be there to support who have done that. So don't get too haughty in this world. And I'm not even trying to preach. I'm just calling things as I see because I was like, man, like, I feel like that's every single time I heard I seen one of these articles, I kept hearing that song. I always feel like somebody's watching me. And then it's like with all the, the cell phone cameras everywhere. But this has been going on. Absolutely. It's been going on. Absolutely. With or without the cameras. But I'm just saying, like, let's not give them something to talk about if we can. And when they do fucking act a fool, just like they did, let's, you know, put them on blast, but let's do it tastefully so that it doesn't, like right now, people are making a joke out of Barbecue Becky instead of being like, you know what? This woman needs to be stripped of her job, of her this, of her that, of her this, because she had a racist intention. And that shouldn't be welcome on a planet where everybody's mixed, period. Anybody have any closing statements? I got a closing statement. Yes. Y'all need to start being petty back. Like when that 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 girl at Yale calling the cops on two people. Yep. Somebody once a week need to call the cops on her. <laughs> For real. Dose them with their own medicine, I see. <laughs> Creative, I agree with you 100% because you know what? I've done that. Let me just share one more personal thing. This year, we moved into like our dream place. Oh my gosh. We had these... They mistreated their dogs so badly. Anybody who knows me knows how much I love animals, knows how much I advocate, especially for dogs. And they kept their dogs in kettles 
every day, all day, the dogs would cry, 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 bark, bark, bark. The woman was just so rude. They ended up stealing our mat, mm. like on their way out, you know. And my whole thing is like, while they were going through all of this, I had to call the police, the authorities. Her dogs attacked me once. And I knew it was because they were aggressive because they were being pinned up. And then I called the cops a couple times like, yo, they're making loud noises downstairs and they're antagonizing the animals. I can hear them. Like I had to call the cops. And you know what? The white people don't know how to handle you when you play that because she was wanting so bad to try to hurt me and get me to hit her because she was saying stupid things out of nowhere. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're trying to get punched in your mouth, but I'm smarter than that. I didn't give her a reason to do anything. So long story short, they ended up having to move because I wasn't the only neighbor complaining, but I was the neighbor that got the ball rolling, especially, you know, after a specific incident that almost left all of our lives in danger, you know, and I stuck up for everybody. So it's like, you know what? We could do it tastefully. We don't have to be niggerish. So you're right, creative. Like, find ways to defend yourself and stick up for yourself without looking dumb and give them a taste of their own medicine. You know what I mean? If someone's harassing you and they're coming at you a certain way, be like, excuse me one second, please. Because one of the things I said to her was, you know what? And she said, who do you think you are? I said, you know what? I'm going to show you who I am. I'm calling the police. And she didn't fucking expect that. She expected me to say, I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to come downstairs and do whoop-de-whoop bam. But I said, no, I'm calling 911. And I did. And they came. And she was shocked. And like, oh, wow, she called the police. Yes, because you're not going to catch me slipping. Don't give them something to watch because everybody's watching. Give them what you want them to see. Any other closing agreement uh, statements? Stylus? Man, I'm just thankful to be here. I have a song that I want to play for the people. Cool, we'll end it with that. You can find your girl Sin, which is moi, at she is nudainewday.com. Creative Bully, tell the people how they can find you. Yo, you can find me at Creative Bully on Instagram. Hit the link in the bio to my life. That's all. Outrageous, we have lost her, but you can find her at outrageousthoughtsandquestions.com and check her out at Dorothy Politics on Facebook. Stylist, tell the people how they can find you, baby. You can find me at twostylist.com. That's T O S T Y L I S.com. Yeah, yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next Wednesday for Cannabis and Chardonnay. We love you. Have a great one. Peace. Peace. Stylist, what you got for the people? You know they high. It better be something that relaxes the mind. He's trying to get it. He's like, he got a video playing. Wow. It's on some Michael Jackson. We are the world type. Oh, it is. Man in the mirror. Oh, my God. I was really around now. Hey, Michael Jackson. (laughs) Who can't get y'all eyes together? Stop spreading hate and spread a lot. <laughs> you might just get punched in the oh face. My oh my God. I'm listening to the man in the mirror right now. You have been saved today, and you could thank Michael Jackson for that. Shout out Michael Jackson, Vivo. Hey. <laughs>